0: Today, the big story is the border. After nearly 20 months of waiting, fully vaccinated Canadians can cross into the States via the land border again. But it is uh, getting home that is giving travelers anxiety about heading south. Marty Firestone is our buddy. He's friend of the show and president of Travel Secure Insurance. I'd like to welcome him onto the show to comment on what's going on today as we get set to uh, cross the border. Marty, welcome to the show.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm good. Um, What do travelers planning uh, to cross into the States need to know this morning?
1: So we really have come a long way. Like, this is a good day. This is really very special. And they have to know that they can now get across the land border, and believe me, they're doing it. While it appears Niagara and a few other Windsor border crossings are somewhat normal, and what I mean by that is a half an hour wait, which is nothing, Quebec is big time two to three hour wait, so most interesting. Anyways, the bottom line is they have to have their proof of being fully vaccinated, no requirement for a negative rapid test, which is a good thing. And basically, they're on their way. And so they are Mm -hmm. starting to stream out. I think some are a little hesitant to leave on day one, but they will all be getting out
0: this week for sure. And despite the fact that we have vaccinated people 12 and up, uh, 18 and older have to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19, right?
1: That is true. Yeah, they're they're saying that they can go over in that case. So yeah, that is a little strange. And of course, coming back is the big question mark again. And that is the requirement of the PCR test, and that's that's the last remaining problem at this point, in my opinion. Right.
0: And we will. I want to talk about that extensively, but uh, before we do, I want to talk about the fact that if you are crossing the border, you may not even be asked to show the uh, proof of full vaccination. Correct. You think that's, that's weird?
1: Yeah, it's an attestation, as they call it. You are attesting that I have been fully vaccinated, and that could be enough. However, they reserve the right to, of course, say, show me your QR code, show me your vaccine passport.
0: Do you think that is uh, basically in place so that they don't have to deal with, uh, you know, long lineups? Is that what the whole goal is here?
1: I think it will will help the... the, the backup if that's the right word, but at the end of the day, I can't imagine an individual who would say they are fully vaccinated and then risk the chance that if they were asked to show proof and didn't have it or did weren't in fact fully vaccinated, they're in big trouble. So yes, I would suggest that many can go through by saying I had it and who and you know would, would ever say they did if they didn't. That would be very you know very wrong on so many fronts.
0: I know that U.S. Customs and Border Protection is staffed at pre-pandemic levels, uh, but they warn there could be waits. So we're looking good here, rest assured. Now, the Canadian requirement is that all travelers submit the results, as you were saying, of a recent PCR test it has to be within 72 hours to prove that they aren't sick, um, at the expense of, of course, the person crossing the border. And it can run anywhere from 150 bucks to 300 in person. Um, you said that we are starting to uh, question that. That's the last thing we have to get over here. That's the final hurdle. Um, I know that mayors and community leaders from both sides of the borders are holding a press conference to urge Canada to drop that PCR requirement at the land border. How effective do you think this is going to be?
1: Oh, I think we're it's imminent. I I would hope, even uh, Theresa Tam has, has expressed uh and suggest that they are reviewing the situation, I would hope that it would drop down to a rapid test from a PCR test, logical next move, and then ultimately be taken away totally. So one other point I should tell you, you say 150 to 300, the craziest stories I'm hearing, and this is from factual knowledge of people who were in New York City last weekend, and there were pop-up tents or trailers giving Free PCR tests if you could show a zip code in New York, and many of them, in fact, were using a hotel zip code they were staying at, and were successful. So you and they were
0: PCR it. tests,
1: and they were PCR, and they were zero dollars, and they were ready in 24 hours. So they had them before they had to go back. So I So mean, a
0: little scam, hours. really, a, a loophole, a way around things. <laughs>
1: It appears that way, but you can't bank on that. You can't bank you're going to go to a city that has that pop-up, and you can't bank that you'll have the requirements back in time for you to be ready for the plane, So, or land right. for that matter.
0: Okay, but you heard people taking advantage of that. That is an interesting story. Now, as you also mentioned, Canada's Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Theresa Tam, indicated Friday that Ottawa is well aware of the drawbacks. They're looking at it quite carefully. They're reexamining it. U.S. Thanksgiving is later this month. Do you expect a change in policy by then?
1: That's what I would hope, because if you think about it, they're allowing you to take the PCR test in Canada as long as you're just going over within the 72 hour time limit. How silly is that, that you are showing a negative test while you were in Canada? You went across the states and evidently, I guess that's what the concern is, is that you would contract the virus on the other side of the border and come back into Canada with it. But you're showing a test that was taken before you even went over. So I can't for the life of me figure out what sense that makes.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a head scratcher, that's for sure. Now, this affects mainly cross-border shoppers. I mean, those are the people that are going to take a pause here. Do you think that once rapid tests come in, I mean, you still have to pay for those, that we'll see more people reconsidering?
1: Yeah, a rapid test at $16 beats a uh, PCR test at 150 to $300. So, you know, um and believe me, for those short trips, how are you going to get a PCR test back in 15 minutes? So you are going to be paying the big dollar for that one. because That's what it's based on. The time that you need it back is what drives the cost of that PCR test. So people going to football games, people going over to strictly shop or, or visit family, they are the ones that I don't see budging at all until this thing gets actually removed as a PCR test for sure.
0: All right. I want to thank you for your time. As always, Marty, have yourself a fantastic afternoon.
1: You too. Take care.
0: Cheers. Marty Firestone is president of Travel Secure Insurance.